and good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's having a fantastic night. Don't forget, we've got seminars coming up. We've got one seminar coming up pretty soon, actually. Nashville, Tennessee, March 2nd and 3rd. We've got Chicago, end of April, and Mantua, New Jersey, which is right across the river from Philadelphia, which is going to hit the tri-state areas, obviously, and that's coming up in May. We're doing very limited amount of seminars in 2024, so if you're within 8, 10, 12 hours of driving, believe it or not, it's worth the weekend. These are problem-solving seminars. You can bring the worst-behaved dog that you can find on the planet to these seminars, and we will dramatically help you. Um, they're very, very owner-focused, they're very dog-focused. Nothing is hidden. Everything is done right in front of you, and you will learn just as much as your dog will learn, and you will be successful if you follow our instructions. Good evening, Joelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Really, really good. Big show tonight. A lot of great stuff. We're doing a, um, just so everybody know, keep an eye out. In fact, uh, Joel will actually put the, before anybody else, before anybody else knows about this, the folks on Rumble, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube, you will have access to our e-collar live before anybody else. Tonight, you're going to have access to it. It is a five-day e-collar live. We don't even have the dog in yet but don't worry, there will be a dog there. We don't know anything about this dog other than it needs training. We don't know the personality. We don't know the drive. We don't know anything. Just goes to show 100% of dogs out there can be trained on a knee cower. 100% can be trained on a knee cower. I would say only 50% can be trained with food. How do I know? 20 years, 10,000 dogs. We've met lots of dogs that can care less about food. You might own one of those dogs, and now you're frustrated. That's why you need to learn leash handling, because you might not always have any coward in your country. Um, because unfortunately, yeah. because there's a bunch of active, activists with loud mouths, they want to not um, advocate for your dog. Everybody right now, go on to Google and Google Crate laws in Germany. That's the craziest thing ever. Just look it up. I'm not even going to tell you what it says. Just look it up. We Googled it last night. For the look record. it up because we had a, somebody mention it and I knew things were bad over there. Look it up. And I've been predicting this for years. Okay? You have. Dog sports is going to be against the law. Against the law in Europe. Then it's going to go to Canada. Then it's going to go to the U.S. And then agility will be banned. Dock diving will be banned. All competitive dog activities will be banned around the world. It is going to happen. It's going to happen sooner than you think. And it's time now to start learning how to actually work with your dog while you have access to as many different opportunity, training opportunities as you do. So the five-day e-cower live, un edited you will learn everything you need to know about e-cowers your dog does not have to be there you're better off actually watching it without your dog and then implementing it you own the course forever if you buy it i encourage you to buy it now it's on pre-sale there is many many 
bonuses, over a thousand hours in bonuses. We're adding in a brand new, actually, bonus course that we've never released to the public. It's how to stop three major bad behaviors. Okay. There is incredible. There's going to be a. Um, uh, speaking of which, also, uh, let me finish this thought um, first. There's also going to be a um, Q and A, not just during it, but a couple weeks after that, for the people that bought it, we're going to do a special Zoom for the people that bought it. Speaking of, we did a separation anxiety course. It's still for sale. This Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're doing the Q&A that goes along with that. If you've not bought our separation anxiety course, you can still buy it now. Joel will put the link up, and you will still benefit from the coaching call. Now, if you buy it, on Monday, you won't. You won't benefit from it. So we highly encourage you to get it. If you can't be there in person, you will get it recorded. All of our lives, if you cannot be there for all five days, you will get a recording. Don't worry. Even if you were there, you will get a recording. Don't worry. True story. It is a game changer. Thousands of dollars worth of course. I believe, Joelle, it's either right below $100 or right above $100. 97 bucks. $97. We want to make this accessible for everybody. Yep. $97. I spent more than that at the grocery store today, and I only got a couple of bags of groceries. Yeah. All right. Now, this is a Q&A show. Folks type in their questions. Joel reads them and I answer them. Everything we suggest works, or else I'll say, I don't know. The only things I usually say I don't know about is a lot of different potty stuff. We're good, but we're not excellent at it. But stopping unwanted behaviors, we are excellent at. Working on the dog's state of mind, we are excellent at. Now, sounds cocky or confident? You determine. Most of what I will be talking about tonight will. You'd be using the word punishment in it, applying a punisher. Most people don't understand what that means, but applying a punisher is how you stop unwanted behaviors. If you listen to my morning show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff, which is in the community exclusively. It's a private group, which you can join. It's the community, year-long um, membership. It's about a dollar a day. It will, that comes with coaching, it comes to a lot of things. Joel will put links up for that. Now, let's get right in, and I hope everybody has a great evening, and I'm looking forward to it. Ryan says, Mayfield is the best boy ever. Oh, my God. Mayfield from up in Rhode Island, the little puppy we trained. Oh, that's right. I'm so glad he's still doing well. Good, good, good. Love it. Good. Royal Decision said, hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are good you? evening. Let's see. Paulette says, hi, everyone. Hey, Paulette. Hey, Paulette. Avi says hello all. Hey Avi. Hey Avi, how hey, are Slugle you? Buns. Slugle buns. Joyful canines. It's so excited. Do you have a specific type of dog in mind? Certain behavior traits? Any previous training? Or just waiting for the right one? No, no. We know which we we we've got six dogs coming in between now and then, and we will pick one of them. We think we know which one we're going to be doing because um, uh, uh, it's a dog that most people assume you know can't, we, be, trained. can't be trained. He also counter surfs, but it's an untrained dog. Yeah. It's an untrained. It's an un purposely use a dog that's never been on e-call. Yeah, it's an, these are untrained dogs. We're, we're using a green dog, okay. and you're going to see what happens in five days. Five. It's going to be life changing. 
In fact, we just filmed um, counter uh, countersurfing thing tonight with one of my dogs. Sorry, in the bonus module. Yes, one of my dogs because I I, I told you this on uh, Wednesday night that just out of nowhere, he's never done this before. Texas never stolen food. Did we talk about it on the podcast? I don't know. I, I had I had three beautiful chicken breasts. Yeah, we did because I remember talking about the chicken breasts. Mm -hmm. Three beautiful chicken breasts right out by the grill, and I ran in because I had to let the grill heat up. Next thing I know, I walk out of there, they're gone. And Texas right there. He's never done this. He's seven years old. Freaking Tex. <laughs> never done it. So what do we do? We set it up today, and we filmed it exactly how we train it for the dog to stop. Not edited. What well, might be edited for time. Because it took him, it took him a while to figure it out. That like, I think he knew that it was a setup, but still did it. Boom, stopped it. Cold. And those were expensive, organic, pasture-raised chicken breasts. Yes. Yeah, because I did mention it because I said because I said because I said grass-fed, grass-finished. You said that in today when we filmed. I don't think you said it on the podcast. Oh, really? I think it happened not Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Yeah. When's the last time I tried to? Because I cooked chicken tonight. It was probably like Tuesday night. I don't think we. Last night we went out. Because we had a gift certificate for a restaurant. Thank you, Jeannie. We love you. Yeah. And then um, it was still two nights ago. See, everyone says I don't recall. So it was two that. nights ago because we ended up having taco. I made taco bowls for everybody because the chicken was gone. So anyway, yes. When you so. join the five-day e-collar, you will get our bonus course that no one has ever. No one's seen. No. To, like we just filmed it. It's all yeah. brand new yeah. content. But just how to stop jumping, how to stop barking at the front door, and now how to stop counterfeiting. Yeah. It's, it's 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 invaluable. Like yeah. if we came to your house and, and showed you everything that there were in these courses, it would be thousands and thousands of dollars. If you want each course by themselves, thousands of dollars. Just doing a council with us is almost two hundred dollars. It's incredible. Ninety-seven dollars live, unedited. Next. Abby said, holy cow, no leash in the house, no lying in a room, nuts. Oh, mm. for the Germany laws right now. I know. Yeah. Yep. yep. What was the other thing? You can't leave them for more than four hours. Five hours. You can't leave your dog, even if it's out of a crate. Yeah, you just can't leave your can't dog. Can't leave your dog, yeah. But what I'm curious about, and if we have anybody here who is from these countries who are doing this stuff, how, who's enforcing it? Are they checking in at yes, your house? Yes, yes. Your neighbors will tattle on you. It's Germany. They are, they're encouraged to. It's Germany. It's <laughs> okay? so bizarre. To okay. Me. You have a bunch of nosy Nellies. I've trained in Germany before. I've spent a lot of time in Germany. All right. They're destroying the pet industry right now. And everybody thinks that they're doing it to advocate for their dogs. It, you are not. Dogs are going to die. Dogs are going to be surrendered. Dogs will be let out. Literally, dogs will be found roaming in the streets. Dogs will be shot on sight. It is the most stupidest thing that I've ever heard of. They don't want you to have dogs. That's what it boils down to. Wild. That's what it boils down to. Oh, no. It's for the benefit of the dog. Da, 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 da. It's like you can't even, like, like you, you can't do anything. You, you can't do anything. You literally cannot have a life. If you have a dog in Germany, you can't have a life. You can't. People forget. It's like, excuse me, I'm a human being. I want a life. My life does not revolve around my dog. I should be allowed to be able to do all these things. 
You can't even have your dog in an enclosed space, which is bullshit because, I mean, she can't even live in a studio apartment. People have got walk-in closets bigger than some of the fucking studio apartments out there. Mm. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Next. The penalties, too. Was it, wasn't it like 25 years in prison? No, no, five years. $25,000 fine. Yes, 25,000 well, 25, euro. euro. Great. Yep, in five years, up to five years in jail. Yep, it's right up there with a murder offense. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. Joyful Canaan said 97, even Canadian, is a no-brainer. Fantastic. 97 in any currency yeah. is a no-brainer. All of our courses are no-brainers. Literally, I feel like yes. lately this week, I've been putting a lot of stuff out about like e-collars and polls. Everyone, is, I seem... Nobody wants puppy stuff. They want e-collar stuff. It's so, like either being given horrible information on e-collars. Worst. People don't understand e-collars. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can't talk about it enough. Yeah. So we're yeah. trying to make it as affordable as possible so yep. everybody can jump in. Yep. We're not trying to convince. We're trying to educate. Yeah. If you don't want to use them, then, cool. then, 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 then don't. Hopefully your dog has got perfect obedience, perfect behavior mod, no behavioral issues, great state of mind. If not, there's ways out there that can be helped. Absolutely. And taking longer. First of all, e training does take time. It's not a quick fix. There's so many, there's so many ridiculous pieces of information out there on e-cowers and it's mm. almost all false almost all false we've i've never seen any negative outcome from the use of any collar next you know we've also been getting a lot of comments and i don't know if it's because we're just putting out more e-collar posts lately but e-collars are good as long as or what is it Ex- unless the wrong people yeah, get a hold yeah. of so, them. What, so, so what does that first mean? First of all, if someone's going to abuse a dog, I don't think they're going to yeah. go buy a two hundred dollar. But even if they, but even if they did, even if they did, that's a shitty excuse not to have them. And first of all, what does wrong mean? Explain it to me. So you know, I, I, anybody who wants to have a conversation about e cowers, I'm more than happy to do it. And not just tell me how bad they are, but it's like if you're going to make a statement, you need to be able to back it up. What is your body of evidence? Because I mean, again, I feel like it's all like. It's hearsay. Or it's, it's based on what they're searching for. It's like confirmation bias because the people in our audience, in our inner circle, our community, we're not seeing people who are just no. blasting and you know what? on e you know, being this They're in, educating themselves. Be, being in this industry for 20 years, okay, being, even though I don't talk about other trainers, I'm very aware of what goes on in every training camp. Every training camp, no matter how you train a dog, I'm very aware. I know a large amount of people, okay, hundreds of dog trainers who speak out against them, but at home, they use them on their own dogs. I know many. There's some extremely well-known ones. Extremely well-known ones. Like, you can't use them. They're bad. I'm going to blast everybody online that uses them. I'm going to actually publicly shame them. But when I go home, I'm going to use them with my dogs. Next. The sheriff said, hello, I have a three-year-old GSD, and he gets excited to go on car rides, mm. and he whines during the car. Yep. Um, any thoughts on the best way to address yeah, this? Yeah, eat colors. Yeah. Now you have to know how to do. So you can use a reward-based system because that'll get the dog too aroused. And also, here's a great example. Oh, use positive reinforcement training. Do you know that most people that would use positive... Here's a great example. Okay. Only use positive reinforcement training to stop that if you do it right. Right. Right? Because you'll probably do it wrong. 
most people use a reward-based system incorrectly. I know they do because I see it. I hear about it. It's written about. It's wrong. It's blogged about. Go on to Jap G I go on to Chat GPT <laughs> and it's wrong. Yeah, it is. It is wrong. It is wrong. So what do you do? In eCower, the, the, the most incredible, wonderful tool to stop any car nonsense, any car nonsense, is an eCower. Now, you do know how to have to do it, but you have to know how to do everything. That's why we have, we have videos, many of them free, that show you how to actually stop whining in a car. We address it in almost every one of our videos because in most of our videos, we take dogs off property and we show you how to actually load a dog up into a vehicle, how to unload a dog from a vehicle, how to actually reinforce the downstay in the vehicle, and how to stop your dog from whining and barking in a vehicle. It is in numerous, numerous videos that we have, all found on Solid Canine Academy. But you're going to be using an e-collar, and I can walk you through it. You can do an online consult for, with us. You can join our um, uh, community, and you could. Uh, asked during our coaching. By the way, this Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the community's coaching call. Can't wait to see all of you. But yeah. what you're going to be doing is you're going up and down the dial to figure out what the magic number is. You have to understand by looking at the dog what is go how the dog is responding to it, and you can eliminate whining. Next. Avi said, "Freaking tags." No, couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. I was offended. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. could not believe yeah. it. I know that's, but it just goes to show. It just, goes to show, it just yeah. goes to show that a dog can start an unwanted behavior at any age, mm -hmm. at any age. And I'm just so glad. And we addressed it immediately. We set him up, not that, not that day, but we set him up. Well, two days, two days after, we set him up. I put food right out by the grill, right on a plate, hanging right off the plate. I turned the grill on. Even though we weren't going to be um, using it at the time, we used it an hour later to cook the chicken. The smell, though. Okay. Like, but yeah, we turned the grill on. We got it nice and freaking grill, grill stinky out there. And there was food, and he's air scenting, air scenting, air scenting. Walked right over there. I was looking right through my window. Corrected the hell, heck out of him. Hell out of him. Heck out of him. Lit him up. Yep. That's how you stop it. You make it suck to counter surf. That's God the, forbid it was that's, barbecue ribs with bones. God forbid. What's worse, it was cooked. Food with bone in That's it. Insane. Your dog, yeah, your dog could die. Your literally. dog, your dog could literally die. So Tex got five seconds of massive amounts of discomfort to save his life. It's a fair trade. It's a fair trade. Next. Uh, TCS TC Scrap says I have two dogs and use e collars. Yeah. So, yeah. Millions of people in the United States use e collars. Just you know, if uh, the e collar industry ever got organized, like how many units do you sell a year? So there's four major companies. How many do you sell here? Freaking, how about Amazon? Amazon, release your numbers. How many e-cowers? Some of them are shit, but it doesn't matter. How many e-cowers do you sell a year? I bet you they sell into the millions. Mm. Into the millions. Next. Joyful K9 said, oh my God, I don't recall hearing that Wednesday. Um, can't wait to see it with text at seven. Yeah, they can do it at any age. They can age. do it at any age. Any age. Any age. All dogs are capable of it. In fact, most dogs... Given the opportunity, we'll do it. And to say, to say, um, don't leave stuff out. No, that's ridiculous. Now, do you leave stuff out and then 
would I put stuff out and then leave the house? No, that's just stupid and irresponsible. No, you literally just walked in right. to like get something. Right. Like a condiment or a spatula. Something. And he was just like on it. Yep. Um, Joyful Canine said, honestly, the most frustrating about counter surfing is in the moment is A, that was good food and cost me money. Yes. And B, I'm so mad you screwed up your raw diet. Or C, I hope you didn't don't get sick or get a blockage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing was that was our dinner. He ate my family's thawed, meal. So then we didn't have anything thawed. And then we're like, great. Now what are we going to cook? It's yep. just inconvenient. Yep. Yep. And he's like, that was great. I just ate a whole pound of chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a whole pound of chicken. Yeah. It was doubled his caloric intake for the day. Yep. Avi <laughs> said, must walk every once every five hours. Oh, for the, the law. Yeah. Right. Again, who's tracking it, though? That means you can't, Who is tracking it? That means you can't work. And who is giving the citation? That means you can't work. Not? That means you can't work. Yeah, how do you go to work? You have to get a what, dog walker. Every There has to be a dog walker for every every household in Germany. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Who comes up with this shit? Like, who decided five hours, not four hours, not six hours? Who decided five? I don't know. Who decided you can't leave your dog unattended for more than two or three hours? Who decided that? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Right. Kim said, how did you get the dog green? Ha-ha. No, that's easy. These are green dogs. No, I think she means the color. I think she's being silly. Oh, Kool Aid. You get you get. I don't think you, they make green Kool Aid. You, you get lime Kool Aid, and you get. Do you, they make green. Kool-Aid? So what you do is you get lime Kool Aid, and you put it in water. You take the water, you put it in a spray bottle, and you spray the dog down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also have dye. Just talk to any groomer. Looks like the green. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, a bunch of people dye their dogs green. Such them fucking doodles. Spogobon says $97 is so reasonable. Oh my God. Thank you for making it so $97 is nothing. I'm a repeat customer for the e-collar live. I know there's always new information. Always. Because it's a different dog. Yeah. People have to understand the amount of troubleshooting that goes into every single dog. Depends on the motivation. No matter how you you train. No matter how you train. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, The sheriff said, thank you for responding. I do have an e-collar. Awesome. Awesome. And if you you need help, we're we're, we're here to help you. Next. Brittany said, even with... Kinse, our 15-week-old puppy, he's figuring out how to manipulate food. When he doesn't want to, he will just lay down. He knows he's 40 pounds and heavy to move. If we didn't have leash pressure, prong, or e-collar, we'd be shit out of luck with training. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you have a dog that objects, say you're on a walk and have a dog, a dog well, let's assume it's not getting having heat stroke or exhausted or out of shape. You know what I mean? It's like, or it's, 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 it's one of those, it's a bulldog that can barely breathe, you know, it's, you know, but if a dog is doing it literally just to be quote unquote stubborn, what do you do? You use a remote collar. You start dialing up, slowly dialing up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, on continuous. And all of a sudden at some point the dog's going to be like, Whoa, well that sucks. I better move. Guess what? Dog moves. And then you don't have to do that every time. You might not have to ever do it again. Next. Um, Kim said the same ones who said six foot distancing. Yeah, six foot distancing was a, um, it was a, um, we, everybody knows that, that, that uh, an airborne, an airborne anything, six feet is not enough. You need more than six feet. But they originally were going to do 10 feet. And then they said, you know what? No one's going to do 10 feet. Let's do six feet because that's the average of two arms out. Is that really why they came up with it? Yeah. They were gonna do ten. Yeah, there's no, there's no, no, no medical like the CDC didn't didn't come up with it. They did, they, they, they like this was just done in a, in, in a sort of like a, in almost like the double masking thing. Yeah, it's like what let's see, let's see how much, let's see how, let's see how else can we control people? 
Let's see. Let's do six feet. Let's do. I'm surprised they didn't do. Let's make everybody put plastic on their windows. The, the plexiglass is what killed me. Yeah. It's like okay, so we're shielded like this, but here's my money and my card. Right. That you're gonna touch. Or, or what's even stupider than that was going to restaurants. Touching all my groceries. Going to going to restaurants. Remember that restaurant we were in Panera Bread. We were on the road in Panera Bread, and when you you you, you got to wear your mask in. Everybody already. Everyone has a story like this. But, but I'm, I'm so. I'm not going to deny that COVID existed, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, what I'm going to do is fight again, so hopefully this doesn't happen again, about the barbaric mind control that they did on the country. It was a huge experiment to see if they can get the whole world to abide by one policy. It's really incredible what happened, except for certain states in the U.S. did not did not fall into that. I think South Dakota and um, uh, Florida. Well, we did for a little bit. For, for, for two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Um, but it's it's incredible. I got yelled at at Panera Bread because you walk in, you have to have a mask, you get to your table. Everybody knows this. You take your mask off, all of a sudden, the COVID bubble, you're, you're surrounded by the COVID bubble and it can't get into your table. And then as soon as you get up, you have to put it back on. I was standing, I remember I was standing waiting for Angela to get out of the bathroom. Mm. And um, I, I got screamed at. I got screamed at. Put your mask on. I'm like, you're kidding, but I never participated. I would go. I would. I would go to restaurants and um, not do them. I would go to grocery stores, not do them. Home Depot, not do them. Yeah, I didn't participate in any of that. that those charades. All right. T.S. Scrap says, "Do you suggest leaving callers on till bedtime? I usually have them on just when we go outside on walks." It all depends on your dog's behavior, but that then you end up with a cower smart dog. So this is the thing: a cower is not just for. I don't know how well your dog is trained, and I don't know what kind of behaviors your dog um, that you're trying to eliminate. But an e-cower can be used for everything. E-cower is good for on-leash, off-leash, state-of-mind stuff. All depends on what your level of expectation is. All depends on what your lifestyle is. Some people let their dogs do, you know, unwanted behaviors. So some people want their dogs to be calm when they're inside the house. It all depends. It's a communication device. So the real question is, is your dog under voice control, not yelling voice control, but under voice control in the house? Does it listen close to 100% of the time? Does it listen when you want it to listen? Also, though, we always say keep them on because you don't want your dog to become collar-wise. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, I'm only going to listen when my e-collar's on. Right. And then now you have a dog who's like, oh, when it's off, I can just yeah. act like a jerk. Make it part of its daily thing just don't let your dog yeah. become wise like that yep. and that again you don't want that association with a tool where it's like oh i'm scared of the e-collar now like you just want it to be like a neutral thing mm -hmm. Brittany said no he's just being a dick when he, the dog lays down and doesn't want to move yeah, exactly yeah, most most dogs are mm -hmm. yeah most dogs are we, we we've had a couple of dogs that were very overweight and out of shape that just could not walk around the block this goes back to the old training center they actually couldn't walk around a block which is just unnatural for a dog not to be able to walk around a block because the dog wasn't injured it was just fat and out of shape because there's there's dogs that are actually overweight that actually because when i used to compete in triathlons there's a lot of um people there that were definitely 30 40 50 pounds overweight and they fucking killed it mm -hmm. especially in the swimming part they did great they did great bike they did great running they did okay but guess what though they they were i, I saw them and i saw them every weekend Saw them every weekend. Next. Kim said, Jeff, you're funny. You don't miss a beat and keep rolling with the punches. Okay. Thank you. Haha, <laughs> very funny motherfucker. 
Uh, Elsa, the Labrador, Mm. um, said I started working with Elsa at seven years old from literally no training to now being able to do off-leash hikes with the e-call. Isn't that the best? Amazing. Isn't that the best? Yeah. So it's like, but this is the thing. It's off-leash hikes, off-leash hikes with e-call recall. No, 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 no. Let's take that out of there. Let's take the equation of e-call out of there with recall. And this is why. This is why I'm not trying to poo-poo and downplay the tool. What I'm saying is, I don't know, no dog that I've ever worked with, when you hit a button on an untrained dog, will do a command. Every once in a while, they'll flatten into a down because they're just like confused. But dogs that are off-leash in the woods do not come running back because you pushed a button. They'll run away. Yeah unless they've been trained on recall. So what it is, is you have a recall trained dog. You just happen to communicate with an e-collar. And, and I'm not trying to play with words here. What I'm doing is training still has to happen. Lots of training, lots of training. Next. Um, Tracy says, I love my e-collars. I knew I wanted to use them, so I ordered one. It took me three months to get up the nerve to try it. That is when I found you and you were just releasing the Green to Graduate program. Mm. It's the best program and gave me the confidence to use the e-collar Good. on my accounts. Life changers. I'm always getting compliments on my dog's behavior and recall. You guys are awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're in Norwegian elk hound, if that's I what I love her video. She goes um, on her horses yeah. and then the dogs run with yeah. her. It's so yeah. beautiful. It, it's just really funny how it's like people are you know, your your people are nervous to use something. I'm so amazed at how people are not nervous to use other things, though. But there's so much content out there now from thousands of dog trainers that you could, you could give everybody the confidence, though. Next. Um, T.S. Scrap says, thank you. They listen well, except if someone comes to the door, which is rare. They follow place command just with a lot of barking. So you should have an e-collar on your dog and you should role play it. So what you do is you have an e-collar on your dog because it's the best way to shut up a dog. You don't have to yell. You don't have to scream. You make barking if the door suck and you just set it up. Have somebody knock on the door, ring the doorbell. That's going to be part of the bonus material in our e-collar course. We actually filmed it. That's how we, that's how we do it all the time. Anytime a dog struggles with something, we role play it over and over and over again until they get it right. Next. Mark said, just started separation anxiety yesterday. I'm on video seven, enjoying and learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Does this mean I'm in the community and can ask questions during the Saturday podcast? No, the community you have to join. But we have a separate coaching call for separation anxiety. Which is Sunday. Which is Sunday. So, so Mark, the community, it's $377 a year. Mm-hmm. It's $377 a year. In there are Green Graduate 1, Green Graduate 2, um, the trick training video and a bunch of other videos that are in there, and we'll be adding more pretty soon. By the end of this year, the community will probably be close to a thousand dollars to join, but we'll probably have a more than half of our videos in there, and that comes with two coaching calls a month. But if you bought the separation anxiety course, no, you're not automatically in the community. What it does come with, though, is it comes with a Q and A just for people that bought the course just on separation anxiety, and that is on Sunday. And you'll be getting an email on that. So we like we know who bought the course. So you'll, those people will be getting an email link to the Zoom room. Next. 
Allison says, hi, J Squares. Signing up for the Mastermind next week. Joelle talked me into it. Ooh, so exciting. Good. Yeah, our Mastermind is a five-day... We're down to only, like, I think three spots yes, now. A, Every, we yeah. sold, like... We haven't even advertised it yet. We haven't advertised it yet. It's a five-day dog training, business building, personal growth, intimate, less than 10 people. It's going to be a really good group. All right. I'm very it's, excited. It's, it's, in, it's in Florida, and it's coming up in April. Um, and it's gonna be fantastic. Next, let's see. Avi said, I'm trying not to helicopter. I've heard you talk about it before, but I never knew how hard it actually is. Thanks for the content, it was good to see. You're welcome. You're welcome, Avi. Don't worry, Freya's doing great. She's doing great. Um, you should be getting a call from um, Courtney this weekend, anyway. Yeah, Freya's with us in a boarded train. Elsa says, oh yeah, it was work to get to that point. The e-collar came last in the whole process. Just yeah. to make my process clear, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, I, I really want I, I really, I really want people, folks to understand that because there's that's that's part of the misinformation that's out there that it's a shortcut. Yeah. And first of all, can it, can it expedite your training? Yes. Is it a sign of laziness? Absolutely not. No. Does it take a skill set? Yes. Can it actually be more challenging to train with a knee collar than without a knee collar? It actually can be. Mm-hmm. It actually can be. But it is the most wonderful tool. As someone that's been using them for 18 years and someone that is very proficient in them, training every obedience command that you'd ever want, stopping any unwanted behavior that you'd ever want, working on the dog's state of mind no matter how bad it is, creating an incredible sound dog. It is a fantastic communication device. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. Um, TC Scraps, a great role play. Thank you again. You're welcome. You're welcome. A lot of dog training is just role playing. All dog very, training. Very monotonous. Stuff. Yes. Your dog explodes at dogs that are behind fences. Awesome. Find a fence with dogs behind it and teach the dog how to ignore them. And we have we have a course on that called Chaos to Control. Any of our leash reactivity courses. And we've got we've got a great house right down the street from us that has a dog outside that runs the fence line. We use it on all the dogs. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Next, Snuggle Buns said I was so afraid of messing up my dog with any tool, but I knew something had to change in order for his behavior to change. And when I got results, I was hooked on proper dog training. You know, this is the thing. Like, like a lot of people are, and that's why I but, laugh when people make these comments that like, oh, e-collars are good, but ignorant dog owners get a hold of them and hurt their dogs. It's like... No, they don't. All the dog owners, okay, out of our hundreds of thousands in our community, no one's just blasting, blasting their dogs for no fucking reason. For no reason. Excuse my French, but it's like everyone who comes to Which us... part of that conversation was French? Fucking... I don't, think that's a, I don't think it's a French word. Comes to us or reaches out for help. They are scared shitless of messing up their dogs. So they're not going to be. So who are these people? Who are these uneducated dog owners who are just buying e-collars and slapping them on their dogs and expecting them to listen? Right. Where are they? Yep. Who are they? Put it this way. Most dogs are. If you want to be a dick to your dog, you don't need an e-collar to do that. No. This is the thing. If somebody that's in the trenches, and many trainers can say this, and this is not an owner shaming thing. We have the worst behaved, untrained, and dangerous dogs come into our program. Almost none of them have been trained 
with Nick Hauer. Mm. It's true. None of them. Why? So the lack of any Hauer messed them up. I mean, that, that has more evidence to it. Like, if we really wanted to prove a point, I can tell you that there's, in our world, there's more evidence that says not using any Hauer messes up your dog. Again, though, I feel like it's sort of like confirmation bias because that's based on... Right, but, but what I'm saying is... We but, see, but... Well, it's... it's not too many studies on dog behavior have have have, have ten thousand dog uh, 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 base to to work on. Right. Most of them are like. And also, how about dogs. how about the thousands of other dog trainers also that work with difficult dogs? They can say the exact same thing I am. Mm-hmm. So there's millions of dogs out there, tens of millions of dogs out there that are out of control. Ninety five percent of the dogs in the United States don't even know basic obedience to a to 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 any type of level. I think that's the bigger issue at hand is that like the bar has just been set so low it gets lower and lower and lower so like even if you do just let's just say basic leash training Mm -hmm. that is now considered militant right like Uh, having 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 a trained dog means there's like there's something wrong with you and something wrong with the dog weird it's like it's it's sort of like you own a dog it's supposed to be badly behaved that's the way society that's society oh you're a human being you're supposed to be out of shape both mentally and physically it's the norm i was walking west tonight and this guy who i've seen before he's a very rowdy dog we'll just put it that way it's on a harness and it's always at the end of the leash, like ready to go. And tonight he was riding his bike with it. And I was so scared for him uh, yeah. because I thought the dog was going to lunge at me and Wes and mm-hmm. knock him right off. Easily. So I like kind of stopped and I like went up someone's driveway, mm-hmm. making it very obvious. Like I'm trying my best to let you pass. And then like he stopped because he knew his dog was going to pull him over. So then we're both just standing there like, what right. do we do? Right. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's going to get knocked off his bike. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah, with a harness on, with an uncontrolled dog, it was bad. That's that's like that's that's actually quite dangerous to do. Now, if you're doing dog sports where the dog is pulling you, absolutely, you would have your dog on a harness. But with an out of control dog on a bike, you can be seriously hurt. Next. Snuggle Bun said it was so cool to see Wes playing with Coco and Duke. Yeah, he will. He will. The right dogs. Like, he's he not going to get yeah, along. It's, like... the, it's the thing. The thing is, it's like, we're not big on our, our idea of socialization is not necessarily play. But it's I noticed existing like, in the certain situations, like I noticed Wes was very curious and he kept trying to like go over. I'm like, fine. Like, I didn't even have his remote on today, but I was just, I can read his energy. Yeah, but also you weren't playing with, you weren't playing. Yeah, um, I wasn't playing. Like, he with was him. done playing. So I was like, fine. Like, yeah. go. Yeah. But and it's then just advocating do for you. like play bowed, and then that was it. Yeah, it started like we playing. we we actually had all all the dogs, not all. The, I mean, we don't. Snacks played today too. Snacks played today too. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing with Coco and Duke. Yep, they're super social dogs. They yep. pretty much get every dog to play. Yep. Um, Avi said, just don't use the wrong pronoun when referencing to your dog in public. Oh, I always do. Jeff, you always do well, actually. I call dogs the wrong. Boy dog, she on all purpose. The I'm time. just on purpose. All the time. It drives uh-huh. me crazy. Well, I do it all the time. Like, they have nuts. That is a, not a girl. It doesn't mean anything. 
Not in 2024. <laughs> I'm not going to make any assumptions. No. No. Uh... No, definitely will not make any assumptions at all. Okay. I don't know how they identify. No. A bark sounded pretty feminine. Next. Ay, ay, ay. Abby said me too. Next. Mm, just trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. Rumble's not working tonight, unfortunately. I don't know why. No. Mm. Like, didn't load the show, so I can't talk to our Rumble people. I'm sorry, Rumble. Um, mm. That's it but, right now. But the, but the thing showed up, no, right? This isn't it. Mm-mm. I can't even find tonight's show on Rumble. No. I said LOL. See, two days ago. Sorry, everybody who's usually on Rumble. I think that's why Allison is on Facebook tonight because she's usually on Rumble. Which sure. is not. Sorry. Right. Um, let's see. Amy said, I'm late to the party. Any advice on how to place? We have no advice, but we've got full training. We got free videos on YouTube for that. Yeah, too. we I can there's free videos. We have got uh, a paid we got paid courses. Yeah. We've got if you just go on to, you can go on to our YouTube channel and look up place. If you go to our Green to Graduate, it has has a step by step on how to do place. Mm-hmm. It'll teach you everything. You'll be able to send your dog to place from 20 feet away. Place command. Yep, and place. Staple. Yep. You know, if you follow our if you follow our training, your dog could place for three, four, five hours. Unless you live unless you live in Germany, then it's going to have to move off of place. You can't do that. Can't do duration work. So, yeah, absolutely. So, um, join the community. If you're if you're really struggling with your dog, and if you want help all around, yeah. join the community. Join the community. Did you put the link up to the eCal course too? I did. Yeah, put it a couple times. So people can start uh, taking advantage of it. Next. Um, Allison said, correct. I couldn't get on Rumble work, working, but I knew you guys were still on. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I don't know why, because I put the, um, it's in, it's in the, Rumble just changed some of their, um, their RTMP. Um, you know, that I've got to, I've got to pro- program that in. Next. Allison said, getting my walls ready for painting as I listen. Nice. Oh, fun. Yep. Tape in that shit. Do you, do you have to do tape or do you got a steady hand? Some people don't. I don't to, use tape. Yeah. I know a bunch of bunch of painters that can cut a freaking line like you wouldn't believe. Depends on the brush, really. If you use a yeah, shitty well, brush. Well, yeah. You got to get a good, it's all, the, it's all brush. But even mm-hmm. a really good painter with a shitty brush can probably do a really good job. Next. Amy said, thanks. And let's see. Snugglebun said, I always have bright colors on my boy. He's a black GSD. So bright colors look great on him. I don't care what other people think. Yeah, I remember my yeah, I like the yeah, my oldest my oldest kids are thirty four and um, twins, and uh, you know I was young when I had them, and we would just get a lot of hand me downs. So I don't like it doesn't make a difference, and they're two two females, um, and whatever whatever. But it's like this is where this is just so funny, especially coming from females. It's like. Um, They'd be wearing, say, a darker color or blue. Oh my gosh, what cute little boys you have! I'm like the girls. Oh, it was I. I didn't. I didn't know because they were wearing blue. I'm like, wow. Girls can't wear blue. Well, first of all, coming from a female, it's like, and, and female are, are like, you've been complaining about sexism for how long? And it's like, well, that was pretty sexist. Facts. Mm, Next. Avi said, Freya can kennel up from anywhere in the yard thanks to Green Graduate, but in Germany, that could get me in trouble. Yep, sure could. Well, it's true. Yep. Kim said that's right. Yep, just like your ancestors. Yeah. 
Allison says, I have well, to my ancestors too. I can't do straight lines to save my life. Even my stick people have a lean. <laughs> <laughs> so your stick people have bad backs. <laughs> yes. Scoliosis. Right. Yeah. Um, Arik says, I won't take a dog who bites kids, but in a nutshell, is it the same protocol as resource guarding, but with a muzzle too much liability for me to take this on? No, no, no. Resource guarding is easy. Resource, yeah. gu- resource guarding is, Fighting is a resource guarding is one session. It takes one session to stop resource yeah. guarding. Milo still takes the cake. It took us like a good solid two weeks to get him over that. He was intense. Besides that. I still talk to his owner to this day. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we still quote Milo as like the worst resource okay. guarder we ever saw. She's like, oh, I'm glad he takes the cake. Okay. No, besides that though, it's usually a one session <laughs> yes. protocol. So yeah. once and, and dogs, but guarding of humans, resource guarding of humans does take a little bit longer. Yeah. All right. But food guarding, toy guarding, bone guarding, one session. Um, as far as dogs that bite humans, that is a, and also resource guarding is usually just like one protocol. Yeah. Biting of humans, multifaceted. That's a six week program. Multifaceted. Yep. Let's see. Yep. Kim said it's all in the wrist, Allison. Yep. Else is severe scoliosis. <laughs> it's true. Just like an S. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, there's the people that can actually draw like a circle perfectly freehand. I'm one of those. Yeah. Can you? I have a pretty steady hand. Yeah. Depends how much coffee I've had that day. But, but... there's also a, there's just a, there's a there's a there's a method on how to do it too. Mm. It's not because you're not doing it really slow. It's actually done really, really, really fast. fast. You do it really, really fast, yeah. Yeah. Same. That's it right now. Well, time flew by tonight. Mm-hmm. So we got some seminars coming up. That'll be great. Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. Let's see everybody out in Nashville coming up, New Jersey. Um, that'd okay, be great. Okay, for real, whoever's coming to Nashville, like, I want to go out that Saturday night. Like, I love country music. Mm-hmm. So let's all plan, all mm-hmm. the attendees. We're all going to go out. Downtown Nashville. Sounds good. It'll be fun. Hopefully it'll be a little bit warmer though. Um I can't handle the cold and it's just like one strip. Nashville's gonna be cold, probably. Probably March. probably a little bit cold. Yeah. A little bit cold, yeah. It's definitely not gonna be um cold everywhere. Mm-hmm. Today was nice. I'm excited for this. Florida, we've been having a very, very cool um we we're talking about this last night, like because a lot of people, I mean, we've rental property down here this time of year. For actually, you know, January, February, March, people usually book for 30 or 60 day rentals. And it's the same people every year. They book our houses. That, you know, right now, in our, we have the exact same people that we've had, one of them for the last four years, and then one of them for the last two years. Um, ironically, they actually are friends. They're friends of each other's back up in um, Ohio. Um, and why they don't share a freaking house, I don't know. Because the houses are big enough. I know. It's all it is. It's, it's, two, just it's just two couples. Maybe they want their private. Yeah, yeah. They, I like you, but I don't like you that much. Yeah, but the, but, but the houses are big enough that they can like be totally separate. But anyway, yeah. uh, to each their own. Um, yeah. Oh my God, Nikki's coming to Nashville. Good. We're gonna have to go out then. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But the people that are coming down, that's what it is. Morgan Wallen, Wallen there. That would be my dream. Who? Morgan Wallen. Oh, is he there? He's in Nashville a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, he lives there. So. Check it out. Look him up. Get, it, get, it, get his address. <laughs> Drive to his house. Knock on his door. 
that's fucking weird. But the people that um the people that are coming down here just for a week or five days, like on a vacation. Yeah. Oh, it's like geez. I'd be really mad. You know. Well, all depends on how you look at it. It's, but I will say though, when you're coming from the freezing, yes. this is still nice. It's still We're nice. Spoiled. Now. But I mean, today almost that today. one winter that I took a trip to Miami in like February. It was not that warm, but me and Rosie were out on the beach. Like, that's amazing. Right, right. <laughs> not that warm. Hey, we, the other night when we walked down the beach, everybody's, yeah. everyone's in a bikini. I know. And it's like... We were in sweaters. <laughs> we're in sweaters. Like, oh, my God. We're officially people now. <laughs> yeah. It is cold. Yeah. yeah. This, was a, this was right at, at sunset, too. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe yeah. it. But today was nice. That sun was great today. Yeah. yeah. Um, Holly said late to the show because I had to get a nap while it was raining crazy. Um, oh, nice! Now having fun with place-to-place drills while we listen in. Oh, that's Looking good. Forward to the lives this yeah, weekend. No, that's a great thing about also training. It's like you can do it during podcasts. You can do it during, you know, preparing a meal. It you can know. make it fit your lifestyle. Yeah, that's what I do. I'll, I'll, I'll do dr- I'll do drills while when, when I'm cooking dinner. I'll do drills with the dog when I'm cooking. You know, meals. I'll I'll, I'll do dr- drills with you know um, um, snacks all the time. Next. Jeff's officially like the cook of the house now. Yeah. He cooks way better food than I do. Yeah. I'm like, great. I'm so glad to take that hat off. You can definitely wear that for as long as you like. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It gives me so much more time to like get stuff done now. Like I'm working now, I'm working like a normal nine to five where before my whole day would have to stop at like three 30. Cause I'm like, I'm going to start preparing dinner. I'm nope. to do this, 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 make and, sure the dogs are exercised. And Angela and I, we, we, we do the grocery shopping. Yeah, now I'm just like a yeah. working woman. That's right. My Angela and I will go grocery shopping. We 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 we, we clean up. We do everything, mm-hmm. which is fine. I enjoy it. I love cooking for for the family. Nicole said, "We'll have our GSD, and my daughter will have her healer counting oh. the days." Oh, nice, awesome. That's going to be a good one. Debbie says, "I like playing hide and seek with my dogs." That's fine. Yeah, it's great. It's funny. I do that with Wes sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah, having having a dog is great. It's funny. The first round, like if I'll hide behind like a door, he'll miss me because he's using his eyes, and then I'll see him go. Then I'll start ear scenting. Yeah, his nose, and he'll find me immediately. It's funny because it's funny because outside they tend to use their nose before their eyes. Yeah, not in here. Right. It's so funny because if you play chuck it outside, often a dog will run right past the ball and i'm like you didn't see it but it's all on if you've ever done any search and rescue work um it's all on or even odor or even odor detection work um it's like with the way the wind blows so mm-hmm. it's like it's easy for them to miss it it's easy for them to miss it it's like it's right there and then all of a sudden um they'll either they'll pick up the trail and and the scent trail can travel pretty far too, uh, but but you're like, why didn't the dog? Why didn't the dog see that? Which is different sometimes than when we play chuck it in the ocean. They're more they're more, they're more visual. visual. Mm-hmm. They're more visual. Yeah. Yeah, because if they yeah. lose a ball, then we're freaking we're throwing rocks to try to make a splash. Yeah, like, it's over there. Yep, but it's always great because when a dog's swimming out and they're not sure where the ball is, but then when they finally see it, oh, they're yeah. like their head goes down. I mean, they literally. So at the beginning, they're like. <laughs> They're swimming. They're swimming. They're making like forward. They're making forward motion, but they're like, like looking like this, looking like this, and all of a sudden they see it, and boom, head down. Yeah, it's like a little missile, like an otter. Yeah, yeah. Man, we've been taking them to the ocean forever. It's been too cold. Man, t- even Wes won't even get in the pool lately, even with the heater on. Are you serious? He's like, I'll throw his ball in, and he's just like. He'll go to the other side and wait for the. Oh my gosh! Wait for it to blow to the head. I'm like, wow, you won't even get in the pool. Yeah, 
He's like, no, it's too cold. You know, up in New England, this goes back when I, when I had, uh, let's see, girl, girl was good. Max was great. And uh, in February, we'd, they'd swim in the ocean. Yeah. They were, such, they were such good ocean swimmers, too. Those big waves that we get, mm-hmm. oh, they would go, they would crash right through. They didn't give a shit. They crash right freaking through them. They literally go right through the waves, head down, go right through the waves, come up on the other side, still go after that damn ball. That's wild. Yeah. When you know that, when you got, when you've got dry ball drip, drivey dogs, they don't give a shit, man. Mm. They'll go, they'll go, go wherever they need to go to get the ball. Yeah. You're not going to find Wes going in cold water. What's happening to him? He's too bougie for that. I know. He used to not be like that. He's getting older now. Yes. He's getting fragile. So now his new thing is the Frisbee. He's obsessed with that yeah. stupid Frisbee. That's right. The little Christmas Frisbee I got him is like a $2 stocking stuff. It's in the driveway, by the way. I know, because he saw it in my car and grabbed it. Wait, hold on. Which one? There's one right by the front door. It's not, it's not a donut. It's a... It's solid. That's the yeah. one. This is Christmas Frisbee. Oh, yeah, because it's right, right at the front door. He was carrying it all around. Because the other one, the donut one, is, is in between both he of our vehicles. both of those, though. We broke them. They're completely, like, ripped apart. Like, they won't even fly anymore. Are you serious? Yes, and they're supposed to be indestructible. I gotta order some stuff on Amazon. GB Buck says, hey, guys, my foster golden is home now three weeks. Amazed at how fast she has tightened up. I was not prepared, though, for her crying for her pups the first week. Thankfully, she stopped now. Good. Yeah. Foster yeah. Golden? I didn't even know you had a foster. Um, her old training routines helped her reset. Well, Wouldn't the dog have a litter? I don't know. Was not prepared because Graham hasn't been on here in a bit. I know he's been sick. So did he have? Did he? Did you get her? Did she have a litter? And did she have to go to the house that actually was going to deliver the litter? And now, now the, the the dogs are adopted out, and now the dog is back with you. I don't know. Because what did he, he said he he missed her her pups, or is, or is that just your regular dog? You're the dogs. She was bred. She was yeah. bred. Yeah. Okay. I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mark says thanks for the answer on how the community works. My caller, my e caller question: Why in the first or second video that you were stimming the dog snacks? To go down in the crate when he was never even taught down. And then what levels were you stimming at? Working levels or higher? So this is the thing. He was, um, when we showed it, he was taught down. He, by the time that video was shot, he knew down on remotes. And he knew that he knew that the routine was kennel up, lie down. So the way we train, so the way we just didn't show that part because we didn't do the step-by-step obedience. We're not showing the step-by-step obedience with Yeah, but most dogs, though, we don't need to teach down. But what happens is, here's something really interesting. So in other words, so what level were we doing it at? The level that worked. The level that worked. Because working level goes up and down, but it's not correction level. He's not, he wasn't at correction level yet. But here's something interesting. Who's this to that, Mark? Here's something really interesting, Mark. I've done about 300 seminars and I'll get say 20 dogs that come into a seminar and the first 15 minutes is crazy. And these are very badly behaved dogs. that usually come to my seminars. They're all out of control. They're barking. They're spinning around. Some of them have never been in crates before. Then what will happen is I can usually get them all to shut up within the first 15 minutes and they're all lying down. If there's a dog that is sitting up, 
I can ask the owner to hand me the remote. Ironically, most people that come to my seminars um, are on remotes because usually people come to the seminars that have already, they know who I am, they know what I do, they've already started the process, and now they need me to troubleshoot a couple of things. That's usually, we usually don't get green dogs at our seminars, even though you can bring a green dog. Dogs never been in a crate. Dogs never been told to down non-verbally in a crate. So I can get a dog without speaking to the dog at all. I can be across the room. So I'm 20 to 30 feet away from the dog. The dog is standing up, spinning around, barking. It doesn't matter. I can have that dog lie down and be quiet in the crate with no words and without even knowing the command. It just is the, a weird thing about the remote and crates. And the dog then just totally chills. Because what you're doing is when, when you learn how to master the remote, it's, I don't want to say it's like driving a car, but what you can do is when you really master remotes and you know how the dogs respond, this, this goes over just history of working with dogs, you know, the amount of dogs you've worked with, you know that like, okay, the dog went from spinning around to just standing and looking confused. And then you don't know what level to use because you have to figure it out. You're, you're, it's almost like a process. And then all of a sudden the dog will go into a sit maybe. Great. And then you can get the dog to go into a down. Wonderful. And then if you want to, you can actually get the dog to go into a double down. All unspoken, all with a dog that's never done that before. And it's great because the crate, because the crate is a containment system where what you're doing is taking away a bunch of the options of the dog. And they just figured out almost by default. It's really interesting. But the video that you saw. He didn't. He did it. He did not know you call her down yet. No, but he knew down. Barely. Right. Most dogs learn that though. Settle like right. day one. Right. So, but he figured it out. He mm -hmm. figured it out. He figured it out. And now, now it's no different than us. If the dog, if, if a dog goes in a kennel and they don't down and you just say no, that's it. Just say no. They go into a down. Because they know, they know that. The kenneling is kennel up, lie down, kennel up, lie down. I'm just trying to think when that video was shot of that. But by then, he was downing in a crate. So he knew that was part of the protocol. Next. But getting him to down originally, though, was a shit show. Yes. That was a shit show. Yeah. He didn't want to down at all. He like, oh, my gosh. It was like a tank. Next. Let's see. Constance said, hi, friends. Better late than never. Hey, Constance. Hope the puppies are well. I saw your um, post in the community today. So cute. Mm -hmm. Joyful Canine said, I now call it a motivating level, not perception level, not working level, not correction level. So you call it, yeah, people can call it anything they want. You can call it. Adding pressure till the dog does desired behavior. Yep. Very similar to shaping or catching a behavior, I think. Rewarding when they do something. Yeah. The more you, the more you understand training, the easy, and then you, if you understand training philosophy, and then you understand actually how the remote works, and then how it actually, what is going on with the dog in the remote, it's actually, you can do some really cool stuff with the remote. Next. Um, Mark said, that's interesting. Why did you want Snacks head to go down? Why is that important? He seemed to be doing well just sitting, but he was Oh, panting. okay. So Mark, you might be brand new to our world. So what, so welcome. So we've got protocols for everything. So our philosophy is a dog should be in the most rested position possible. First of all, 
Max is a major separation anxiety dog. Major. So Snacks, the owners have had Snacks for a year. Snacks cannot be kenneled. Mm-mm. He cannot be kenneled and he cannot be left alone. Yeah, even if they don't kennel him, then he'll just eat at the windows right. and try to break through the drywall. The right. House. So Snacks has not been left alone for a year. That's with the current owners. Snacks has had separation anxiety almost all of his life, and he's about six or seven years old, I believe. Very practiced, non-creating separation anxiety dog. They could not ever leave the dog unattended, ever, ever. So the goal, even if you don't have a separation anxiety dog, but especially the separation anxiety dog, you want to put him in the most rested position, both physically and mentally possible. That's the state of mind work that we do. That's the state of mind work we do. So when a dog is in a sit. And panting. And panting. They're stressed. They're stressed. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not panting, they're not rested. Mm-hmm. Put them in a down. They're not nest- they might be physically in a rested position, but they're not mentally in a rested position. The double down, which we have videos on that as well, now they're in a physically and mentally rested position. And then what you want to do is you want to pattern that. Now, is that all you do for separation anxiety? No. But if you follow us, and if you get the separation anxiety course, I don't know if you all put it up yet. Last night we went out to dinner. I and still need to add that video, yeah. yeah Mark please. is in the course, but oh, we're okay. Still okay, it got it. Got it. So we went out to dinner and we pulled up our ring camera at home just to show. And guess what Snacks was doing? Head down in the kennel. So we role play and role play and role play and train that the default kennel behavior look like this because if you don't right if you're just like well he's in the kennel and at least he's not freaking out it's like that just leaves too much for interpretation to the dog then they're like all right let me see what else next it's standing then it's spinning then it's scratching at the bar right then it's biting at the bar so it's like right we make it so black and white for these dogs Mm -hmm. it's like you go in that kennel and the only acceptable behavior is lying down yeah and getting him in the kennel was extremely difficult to do now he can kennel up from 20 feet away. Yeah, he willingly goes in. He loves his he kennel. He goes into his kennel and, and he, immediately, he immediately lays down with his head down. Mm-hmm. He immediately just lays down with his head down. But everything you hear online, yeah. right? The way we went about it and you're watching the course, Mark. Is wrong. Is wrong. Everything. It's going to make him hate the kennel. It's going to make the association worse. It's going to make his anxiety worse. We don't see it. Right. We see a dog who literally... Today, he was out because he does get some free time now. He's earned a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. He's out sunning himself. It's a beautiful 70-degree day. He comes to the back door. I'm like, oh, you're ready to come in, Snacks? I open the door. Where does he go? Walks right into his Walks kennel. right into his kennel. Lays I don't down. tell him anymore. Yeah. Yep. And Angelo, Angelo, who's 11, can literally just mm-hmm. um, go, say, go outside and get Snacks for us. He'll go outside. Snacks, here. Snacks comes over to him. As he's walking, he'll just say, kennel up. And he goes right into his kennel, lies down, and then Angela will close the door. I just think a lot of yeah. these dogs, like, they just don't know what they don't know. Like, he, all he knew was, pr- prior to it was panicking in the kennel. Yeah, massive, massive. Once we change that and we flip that and we show them that, like, no, the kennel is actually for being calm. Yeah. Most dogs love going oh, in there. 
They're like, oh, this is my calming place. Yep. Cool. I can go yep. in here and take a nap. Yep. I can go in here and yep. relax. And it's not about creating like the dog's safe space. It's about, because we can create, okay, we get the same behavior in place. We get the same behavior in the car. We get this, like not now. So if he's in the car, he goes in the car, lies down, puts his head down. Um, he goes into place, which is just any, it could be a dog bed, it could be a raised surface. He just goes there, puts his head down. Go to Home Depot, tell him to down puts his head down. So what we're doing is we're just shaping the dog's state of mind, not just, so state of mind is very, very important in our in our rehab process, not just a physical command. Now, if we were in, if we were sport dog trainers doing sport work, we wouldn't want that. We want the dog like ready to go, ready to go. Obviously you have to have massive impulse control built in, but we want the dog ready to go. We wouldn't want that dog to be in that position, but you can take a sport dog and train it in family dog mode as well. Next. Um, Joyful Canine said, when a dog doesn't sit or down, many trainers just say, don't do it. Why did they, they say, wait and do something else? Why? I don't know. That's their flaw. I don't know. I will say, like, on day one, as far as leash down, we don't ever. Like, I'll try to teach settle in the kennel, you know, like we talk about all the time. Like, we mm -hmm. just talked about, like, a little bit of low-level e-collar just to get them to calm down in the kennel. But I'm not teaching a down with like pressure yeah not on day one, on day one. yeah but so so you have to it's put everything really you have to do you have to do context to it like what it, everything has got context everything in the world has got context dog training has context so what level are they on of training right what level are they on but to say for us when a dog goes to place and it knows place our philosophy is the dog should be lying down in a rested position our philosophy is the dog should be in the kennel in a rested position. And it should do it by default. Do it by default. Now, where are you on the training? At the beginning, it's not by default. You actually have to teach the dog. So you actually can say down. You can actually give the dog leash pressure. You actually show the dog. The goal, though, is the dog learns that when you go into a kennel, you lie down. When you get into a car, you lie down. It, it, it has to learn all that stuff. In fact, today I took four dogs to and Angelo to the park. I've got a pickup truck. So three dogs, the two Dobermans and Tex, went into the back because we put the back seats up. It's a pickup truck, so we put the back seats up. They went in there, but there's not enough room for snacks as well. So Angelo is in the front seat, and then Snacks goes in the front, and there's not a lot of room in where Angelo puts his feet. And Snacks, he accomplished it. You can tell as soon as he got in there, he tried so hard to get into a down on the floorboard in front of Angelo's feet. It's like, that's how conditioned he is now. He, like, he knew that he's supposed to be in a down. So it's a, it's a great way to get a great state of mind. It eliminates whining, too, for someone that asked about the whining thing um, earlier. Next. It's 8.08 already, um, but we have one more. Debbie Debbie says, I'm a nail tech, and when I'm doing nails... My dogs are allowed to come in and they come up to me and I look at my dogs and I tell them I'm doing nails. They just back up on their bed and they go to sleep. It's amazing. My clients are so amazed how good they are. Right. So it's funny because kudos to you for putting the work in, but technically you gave your dog, I mean, you know this, you gave your dog a, a command. I don't want to discount the hard work you did, but you just gave your dog a command. So instead of saying place or go to bed or get away, 
whatever you said means what the results were. Because every time the dogs do it, you probably say the same thing, then the dogs do the same thing. So that's all that is, is the repetition. That's what's great about dog training. Mm-hmm. That's what's what's great about dog training. Yep. Right? I mean, you can do things such as your dog comes up to you and you can say, why don't you go to sleep and think about chasing rabbits? And the dog all of a sudden turns around, walks in its crate, lies down, falls asleep. People are like, oh my God, you actually are making the dog dream about rabbits. It's like, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's just a cue. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a cue. I mean, there's so much you can do with your dogs. There was a lot of, do- there's a lot of dogs out there. Most, a lot of them are border collies that they use for this. And it's like, oh, the dog knows how to, um, the dog knows how to count. What's two plus two. And the dog like barks four times or it like, um, pause something four times. It's like, oh my gosh, the dog can actually count. No, the dog can't count. The dog knows that when you say a certain word, because you might've said, um, Say the dog's name is Tex. Listen, Tex. What's two plus two? The word listen triggers four barks. So the dog doesn't know what two plus two is. But when you said listen, what's three plus three? The dog does six barks. Oh my gosh, the dog can do it. No, you said three plus three. I've got a hard one for you. That's the cue for six. Like these are, they're using key words. So to make it look like this, you can do things such as this. When I lick my lips, that means bark four times. So you can say, what's two plus two? And you follow with licking your lips. This, this is, it's like, yes, dogs pick up on you, you can train your dog anything. Mm-hmm. If you, oh, when you use this hand to point to the dog, it barks four That's times. When people are like, oh, when I give my dog a certain look, they can just be like, Basically, yeah, if a correction always follows that look, chances are your dog's going to know. Right, right, right. Because I could say the same about Wes. If, yeah. I, if I say, excuse me, right. he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, right. Excuse me has almost become like a no. Oh, trust me. When she says excuse me to me, I was like, I say, oh, shit, too. Yeah. All right, everybody. Madly in love with all of you. Don't forget, jump on, jump on the eCower Live course. Yeah, you guys heard Jump it. Jump on it. We haven't even so it's going to be. It what's the date that we're doing it on? Twenty third of February. Twenty third of February. So Twenty days from now. Twenty days from now, and um, buy it now when it's only ninety seven dollars. The price will probably increment. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. so many bonuses. It's and like and steal. those bonuses might not be there. Yeah. Those bonuses. This is all the concept I'm of the sale. The problem. This bad behavior course, yeah, though. Yeah. And those you're here right now. We've been talking about right, you get all that. You get the bonuses, bonuses now. now. Yeah. You get the bonuses now. So you can binge all of that before the course even yeah, goes live. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to see something, Ange? Yes. yes oh, did. awesome. <laughs> well, I didn't even say anything. Now you did. Get out of here. That was it. That's your five words. No, no, no. no. Okay. Now you're now you're saying too many words. No, 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 no. Okay, I did this every night, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever the heck you are. Bye. And Angela's got his Angela's doing an exclusive solo Pokemon 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 Pokemon, Pokemon podcast Pokemon. This Sunday at five, Angelo? Yes. No, no. What time is our um We have a coaching call at four. Four to five, his is at five, I think. 
I'd probably make it 5.30. We might go 90 minutes. On um, let me see. Hold on here. That's what's doing this Pokemon podcast um, this weekend. So, but there'll be, there'll be, there'll be a thumbnail that goes up onto our um, social, on our social media. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. See it. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.